cutting edge guests, awesome uncensored, jaw-dropping information, plus funny memes, good deeds, and loads of laughter. Kinda have it all. Ladies and gentlemen, if your soul's awake, then welcome, because you're in the right place. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Sovereign Soul Show. As you know, we stand for love, levity, and liberty. Love's the greatest power in the universe. Bling Buddha, the mascot, as you all know, wears red pills from his nine mil with a Punisher tattoo over his left breast to save the children. These guys basically need no introduction, but I will do it just in case. Returning back to the show, both of them, starting alphabetically, is AJ Roberts, a former three-time combat veteran UK soldier, his brother's UK special forces as well he joins us from the top of his mother's pub aj is also a hero for humanity beyond the service after he dropped the uniform he and big steve forsyth and others have been shutting down the vaccine center so if you have kids and you're in the united kingdom and you didn't get a jab part of that is for good reason to these men that probably saved hundreds of thousands if not millions of lives and then joining us from vermont where he's about to speak at Liberty Stock with Kevin Hoyt, Lisa Shermerhorn, a whole bunch of other people. Maine stands up, Vermont stands up. Incredible patriots is Chris Guy, who is the only non-American to get a Liberty, an American Liberty Award in Austin, Texas, two weeks ago. He and Alex Jones multiple times on Infowars has said, I'm going to retire. I want you to take it over the reins. And Chris went, I'm busy doing my own thing, but thank you very much. If anybody doesn't know or remember Chris Guy, Sokocha, the CCP, stole his mayoral candidate election in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. So now he's on his world tour, Chris Guy for Change. You can go to realchrisguy.com and mrajroberts.com for AJ. Links are below in the description. And we're talking about, I'm in Canada, Chris in the States, AJ's in the UK. Gentlemen, triple-demic is coming up. And what are you seeing on, uh, on your side? And you, by the way, were just in Washington, D.C. yesterday, Chris to stand up for the J6ers the last 48 hours. And you had some interesting news about Washington, D.C., which is the home of the deep state in North America, right? That city. Oh, oh my God. I never felt the worst energy in my life of any place I've ever been to. The only energy that even came close was when I was in the city of London last year to speak at the worldwide rally at the same time where they were burying the queen and all the world leaders were there. It had a really, really weird energy. And I'd been to London many times before. I was like an evil energy, but nothing topped the energy I felt in DC. And we had a very well organized uh, press conference and prayer vigil set up for the J6 protesters who were supposed to be sentenced on the 30th. And when we all showed up there, including many mainstream media outlets, I saw CNN, NBC, and more, uh, they decided there's too much public scrutiny. There's going to be too much public outcry if they get these people that did really nothing wrong and put them in jail for 40 years for exercising their First Amendment right. So they decided to postpone the sentencing and even decided to split up the sentencing and sentence each person on a different day. That way it will be harder to organize uh, protests, harder to organize public outcry and public support. This is ridiculous. Oh, we got it frozen there. Did I freeze or you? No, oh, no. Chris did. Chris froze. Yeah. As soon as we get over the target, right? Yeah. Now he's yeah. back. All right. Yeah, it's over the target and they freeze you up. Go, Keep going. And keep going. That's usually what happens. So as soon as we were getting the type of public outcry and public scrutiny that they didn't want, they decided they're not just going to try to circumvent the Constitution, not just going to try to circumvent the rule of law. They're going to circumvent public opinion 
by by delaying this and then spreading it out so they can give the maximum penalty to each individual with the least amount of scrutiny and fanfare as possible. It was absolutely despicable, uh, but it didn't surprise me in the least. And I'm not going to lie, I loved every other place I've been to in the States so far. I was in Texas, Florida, New Mexico, Colorado, Nevada, California, Washington. I did not like. I couldn't wait to see it in my rearview mirror. I got into Vermont late last night. Uh, I like it here. It's it actually reminds me a lot of Canada, but oh. without the Justin Trude- without Justin Trudeau. So it's a little bit better still than Canada. And we're gonna be speaking tomorrow at Liberty Stock. And speaking of triple demic, uh, I tried to warn everybody that they are gonna come back and they're gonna try to attack the children. So I expect a so-called triple demic prevalent at schools in the start of September. That we're going to see outbreaks and we're going to see them trying to close down schools and trying to show that children are at risk to try to scare everybody back into mask mandate submission. The other triple demic we have is the combination of Canada, U.S. and the U.K. right here on this show. And I'm representing that as well because I came from Canada into the U.S. and I'm, I'm going to be in the U.K. in a couple of weeks. I'm going to be doing uh, the worldwide rally. I'm going to do doing multiple other events. We're going to be doing a documentary in oxford on 15 minute cities and this is all part of my tour to change the world and the idea is to bring the message of just say no and united non-compliance out of positivity love and defense for our people and our country and the world and spread it throughout the entire commonwealth canada us uk netherlands ireland australia netherlands uh, sorry new zealand and then at that point, we will have achieved what I like to call united non-compliance critical mass. The point where there's enough people around the world that are, have gone through the stages of united non-compliance. Phase one, the awakening. They're awake. They're aware. And now they're in stage two. We have mobilized them to take action. When we have got to the point where there are more Americans, more Canadians, more Brits that will just say no to this next round of inevitable restrictions then we know they can never put mandates they can never put restrictions ever again that's how important this is this is the line in the sand we need to draw this is the fork in the road where we either go one way if we go for the mandates again we're done it's that simple we're done we're never getting off lockdown all the climate change garbage is coming through the lgbt agenda is going to just run right over our children and society or we put our feet down, we say enough is enough, we've gone through this, we know what's coming, and most importantly, we know how to prevent this. We just say no. So the name of the game has to be awareness and prevention. We can stop this from happening. We don't have to go through it all again. Last time people did, people didn't believe it. People didn't even believe it as they were living it. People barely believed it after it stopped. So Now that they've gone through it, enough people have suffered, enough people have gotten stronger and have the wisdom and the foresight to understand what's coming and how to stop it so we can prevent it. And that's why we got to come together on an international level. Gentlemen. All at once. Yeah. And also the September 20th, before we go to AJ, September 20th in Ottawa, Norm Traversy, 
right? One of the Canadian Freedom Convoy legends in Ottawa, ex-firefighter, criminally suing Trudeau, the RCMP. The RCMP did not want those documents for lawsuit. They back away from it when he served them for crimes against humanity, criminally suing them as well for child trafficking, human trafficking, as well as fraud and so many more things that are happening in Canada now. The class actions for jabbed and unjabbed in Canada have totally launched. Plus, we have sovereign separate of the legal system we have lawful actions happening that'll be coming up on a show with the alliance of indigenous nations shortly because september 20th in ottawa the million march for the kids kicks off and two weeks ago when we we're on that show with jaco and pastor archer pavlowski and nathaniel and josh went why don't we make it a billion which is exactly what chris is talking about international immediate rise up worldwide and we do that. It doesn't just have to be for 24 hours. It is until they stop it. And we are the ones that make them stop it. Like Lee Dundas has said, when the Thailand people raised up like this and we shut them down where it hurts, immediately they had their freedom the next day. So Lee Dundas is also just, we just did another show and she'll be back very shortly too, to tell everybody how, why that's important, which is the same thing Chris is saying, the same thing that AJ has been saying. So 1 billion March, September 20 to 23rd Worldwide Freedom Rally, we get after it. And AJ, hero for humanity, still crushing it and getting out there and ex about to expose more of the Midazolam murders of the elderly, not just in the UK, but elsewhere worldwide, which happened during the last lockdown, which is a house arrest, which is also imprisonment, which also means you are a hostage. You're being held hostage. By complying who wants to be a hostage not me so off to you brother you there yeah sorry man i think uh as you mentioned yeah over the target as we say totally. uh this literally is the story of mine and steve Forsyth's life um, we were literally just discussing today how like he I can't ever ring him he has to ring me off whatsapp like he can email me but I can't respond to his emails you know this is a, a daily weekly occurrence so yeah um so uh what, what, what was the question for me there because I, I literally froze yeah that's all right just tell us what um your side as well we got the my dad's and lamb scam you guys are about to reveal as well <laughs> as the kids and also you just sent a link about all these schools being locked down in the uk you want to tell yeah. us what that reason's for and how it might tie into the triple demic because they're coming to poison our kids as chris was uh, saying yeah so i mean you, you're seeing all these like uh threats of mandates and everything being brought back into the us and the and uh and canada and they they've kind of drip fed it into the uk media however as most people in the uk now do the the, the stories never ramp out quite quickly and this is always going to be a demographic based uh war you know per country and that's why they use behavioral scientists the way they did to study each country you know a good five six years prior to this whole bullshit even started uh as i was alluding today to somebody you know you've got 25 26 million like surrounding a massive island of australia so it was always going to be dealt with differently than what the uk was which is nearly 70 million of multinational people because it's very very multinational here now um all on the same islands right 
And obviously me and Big Steve, uh, amongst many others, have been pretty much every protest from the start. And we've seen, uh, and I've always been the observer. I've never stood there with a board. I've never had a T-shirt. I've literally watched everything. And every time I've been to these vaccine centres as well, I've always watched the police, exactly how they operate, their body language, like looking them in the eye. You can see, so you can very quickly work out what their orders are. Uh, whereas everybody else is all full of commotion, aren't they? Um, and that's what I've like seen in a big way, whether it's protests or at these centres. And then even at the schools as well, like how their teachers are reacting. And as we, uh, as you alluded to there, like currently right now, they're now saying that a number of schools aren't going to be opening potentially at the start of September um, because of concrete issues. So all of a sudden there's a health and safety scare across the whole country that someone's just put into place that could have been sorted out ages ago. Right. Why now? Um, and as as we know, you know, there's always a reason behind all this kind of stuff. Um, yeah, just a few but I have to shut down in some cases the whole school. Um, again, this puts a lot of fear into people. Why is why is this doing it? It's you know, the, the rumor control just like then disappears. Um, and a lot of people can't answer the questions, which then doesn't help anybody, and then it just sets in all this confusion, and that's how they do a lot of this stuff. Um my my feeling is that like they're going to use the opportunity to have things installed into into schools which will then induce more fear later on um and i can see that happening in other countries as well but you can just see that there's there has to be different i want to i want to inject something here i want to inject something here because when i was in las vegas yeah oh yeah no pun intended when i was in (laughs) las vegas at the reawakening america tour uh with thousands of people and doing dozens of interviews I got a phone call uh, from somebody that wanted to meet and wanted me to talk to their father, who's a mechanical engineer who created a 190-page peer-reviewed document that explains exactly what you just described and how they started the last pandemic by using an aerosol weaponized delivery system for their virus, which they could then plant in any target building. They just need access to the building and they can plant it in the HVAC system. And he explained how all this worked. He explained exactly how it was done. He explained how they had the capabilities to do it. He even explained where and when they did it. And when he got to that level of detail, uh, his entire family was attacked by the government, including kidnapped, trafficked, abused, tortured, etc. So this man knows what he's talking about. And I got on the phone with him just about four days ago. And he warned me that they're coming for round two. And just as he warned me that they're coming for round two, and I tried to say that I think they're going to do it in schools and a few hospitals, you come to tell me that they're closing down all the schools in the UK. That's quite the coincidence. Because I said they're going to come after the kids before I talked to this guy. This guy told me they're definitely going to come after the kids and even told me how they're going to do it and when they're going to do it. And now you're telling me that they're closing schools down all over the UK, which is basically setting the stage for this. And like you just said, the people in the UK are not ready for another round of lockdowns and mandates. So, But imagine if thousands of children are hospitalized all around the country uh, within a matter of two, three weeks. People will fall back into compliance. People will put the mask back on and this whole round of lockdowns will start all over again. They need something drastic. It's like a it's like a sequel to a movie. You can't just run the same game plan. You need to have uh, higher risk, something mm-hmm. to shock the people back in, back into getting them uh, interested, and in this case, getting them afraid. So it's, yeah. I had to get that out there because uh, this gentleman 
has taken this all the way to Supreme Court. He's taken it to the police. He's taken it to the government. He's taken it to the media. And obviously he's been stonewalled because all those people work for the same people. And his family's been put through the ringer. And I believe it was at least uh, worthy for his story to get out there. So now when this does happen and we know what's going to happen, people will remember this man. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, that th- th- there's people like this in every country, you know, and uh, that have been coming forward. And yeah, absolutely. They got absolutely stonewalled. We had a, we've got a gentleman here who's a mechanical engine and electrical engineering expert who obviously was talking about the when the 5G towers and everything were all initially installed and stuff like that. And we did a podcast about it. And he's actually an ex-police officer. And uh, he was getting completely stonewalled and targeted and, you know, and stuff like that. So it's um, just like anywhere else. It doesn't matter who you are. As soon as you're targeted, you're over the target. And, you know, all three of us have been victim of that, like on many, many occasions. Um, but again, everyone's seeing it though, aren't they? They see the the attacks on people like us and everybody else. Um, and and obviously people in, in politics as well, who sort of like, fight in the good fight let's call it um and, and people are, i find that here in uk are becoming very aware of that and i think if they they were trying to bring in another lockdown or masks and stuff like that i just think because we're so contained on a small island and i saw the pushback in like the summer of 21 there's like a million and a half people in london that's huge numbers you know and i just think now people uh, because they can't go from like nothing at all to suddenly there's a crazy virus out there again. People won't just won't stand for it here in, in general. There will be some, there will be a, a, a good number of people that buy into it, you know, that buy into the fear initially. But I think the, if that does happen, I think the speed at which they come out of that will be a lot quicker than what we obviously saw in. Uh, I agree. I think it's, I, what I think is going to happen is they're going to end up getting their mask mandates for the most part because they're going to tell people it's two weeks, they're going to scare the people with the kids, et cetera. But once it comes to another round of vaccines and they try to tell people, oh, no, this is a brand new vaccine and you're only going to need one of them, people are going to realize that they're, they're lying to them again and they're going to try to get them to take another three, four, five, six vaccines. And that's where we're going to see the massive noncompliance. But mm-hmm. do I believe we're going to see mass mandates return to the workplace, to schools, to hospitals? Oh, hell yeah, public transit, it's coming. Wherever the government has a little smidgen of control, they're going to put it in place. You're going to see it in condo buildings. You're going to see it in public transit. You're going to see it in hospitals. You're going to see it in schools. You're going to see it everywhere they have the leverage to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And one people, one thing people need to understand, right? Each one of these countries that we're part of are NGOs. An NGO is a non-governmental organization. So Crown Corporation of Canada is registered on the Securities and Exchange Commission in Washington, D.C., that deep state evil energy that Chris felt, you know, in the last 48 hours while he was there. And so what also happens and that means is that as service corporations like the USA Corporation, Ricardo Bosi for years has been saying it contested elections five times in Australia, said Australia, he's the one who brought to the public forefront for the freedom fighters in Australia in a large way. Hey, Australia is a corporation traded on the stock exchange, which means all people with the social security numbers and social insurance numbers, whether it's Canada, Commonwealth, US, are traded. And we just had Michelle Scow up here look at it while she was here last week in Canada. And she's from Colorado and she's part Indigenous. And she went, I've been traded 161,000 times. My service corporation fictional entity known as Michelle Scow 
under the USA Corporation, the 1871 Act. So one thing that all people are also waking up to is needing to return to sovereignty and God, needing to understand that unless a policy enforcement officer comes to you with a sidearm on their hip, unless you're truly committing a crime, then you don't need to talk to them and you don't need to comply. And also you have acts and statutes and maritime law. We can get into all that and it's going to happen over the next uh, 72 hours as well. That show is coming out. How people can push back. Now, Kaiser Permanente in the United States just made it worldwide announcement. I think, Chris, you also shared this a week ago too. Um, nationally, yep. you got you to gotta mask up. Well, guess what? I talked to one of the uh, nurses last night and the employee stood up and said no. So just say no is catching on around the world and that's i didn't plant it in people's psyches for nothing i didn't freaking say it over and over and over i hate repeating myself more than anybody else on planet earth unfortunately when it comes to human beings repetition is the only thing that makes them learn their lesson and that's why the government repeats propaganda over and over and over from as many damn sources as possible to try to make it stick. So what do we have to do? We have to have one cohesive message and it's got to be repeated over and over from as many different places, just like they have. And because ours is the truth, ours holds a lot more weight. And that's why we don't need multi-billions of dollars, but we do need millions and millions of people to just say no. And you just, and I, we know already, tyranny comes in phases. The mask is step one, contact tracing, testing is step two, Mandatory vaccine is step three. Uh, uh, the fact passports is step four, et cetera. And they can't take you straight from where we are now to vaccine passports, can they? No, they got to take you for every step, every single time. So how can anybody watching or anybody that's been through this or anybody who's even not been through this say that the only way to get through this is to comply? It's the exact opposite. The moment you comply, they bring you to the next step of tyranny. The moment you comply, they bring you to the next step of tyranny until you have the vaccine passport, digital IDs, and now you're screwed forever. So what do we know, ladies and gentlemen? Just say no. It's really that friggin' easy. And nobody has an excuse. Every man, every woman, and yes, even every child has the ability to just say no. If an entire if an entire group of kindergarten children take off their mask, what are they going to do? Go around and start hitting them with a stick and telling them to put their mask back on? Calling their parents? Like, what are they going to do? Call the police? Think about it. It's ridiculous. Everybody should be telling their child, don't listen to your teacher. Take the mask off. Let them call me. Let them call the principal. What are they going to do? It's a child. They're going to literally have to do what they're told, which is I'm not putting on the mask. It's that simple. And I did it for dozens and dozens and dozens of parents. Any parents that had the brains and the balls and wanted their child to be mask-free, I gave them a step-by-step -step process, including a template of exactly what to say and exactly what to write. And it worked every single time because the school would rather not try to violate people's rights and get pushback because then the principal, whoever's been forcing these laws, which aren't laws, are going to be held liable. So rather than be held liable, they'll just say, okay, I won't make your kid wear a mask. So be the exception. Be the one that wants conflict. And when we have enough of those people, surprise, surprise, we can never be in lockdown. We can never have restrictions ever again. So do I want people to act more like me? Is that what this tour is secretly about? Maybe, but I'm not going to hide that. Yeah, 
If you're a man out there and you're not acting like me, maybe you should be. If you put a mask on yourself or your family, you shouldn't do that. And if you think I'm wrong, you're lying to yourself. And we all know you're lying to yourself. So how about you stop lying, grow a pair of fucking balls, and be a man? Hmm. And, and I guess deep down, this uh, this is what this has all been about from our point of view, hasn't it? Like, especially uh, like I was going Thank back you. to being the, being the observer on a lot of these protests and that very early on. And I know it's the same in your countries as, as well as here. It was pretty much 85% female. You know, you could see the damage the, the, and the, the brainwashing, the manipulation, the removal of the balls from the man over decades of manipulation and poisoning, et cetera, et cetera. And I think like, a big part of our role in this is in acting in these roles and stepping forward in these roles is to help men connect, reconnect the head, the heart, the balls. And, you know, we are seeing it improve, but I think this is going to be another test of where men are at as well, you know, in all of this. Um, it's a lot better from where I'm standing than it ever, has ever been. However, I think th this coming month is going to be a real test to see if we do have fucking alpha barbarian males back on our fucking doorstep. Yep. And in front of the women and in front of the kids. Yeah. Where they need to be. Well, that's a, and the kids are the key. The kids are the key because the kids are the ones that are affected most by COVID restrictions. The kids are the ones affected most by the climate change restrictions. The kids are the ones affected most by the LGBT agenda. And the kids are the one unifying factor that trumps any of the ways they try to divide us from race, ethnicity, religion, politics, COVID rules, etc. The kids, the love for our children, the idea and the fact that we need to create and preserve the same opportunities for the next generation. These are the things that we need to focus on. These are the positive aspects that can never be torn down, that can never be demonized, and that can never be used to divide us. And if we can push that message for the children, prevention for the children, stand up for the children, fighting for the children. Who the hell can disagree with that anywhere? You can't. Yep. Thank you. And that's yeah. it. And that's, that's what we need. We need something that the people feel like they can get behind 100%. Because all the other things, oh, anti-mask, oh, anti-jab, there's so much on both sides. And there's never going to be a complete consensus. But when you're talking about the children... I'm pretty sure there's a complete friggin' consensus that we need to protect them, whether it's from COVID restrictions, climate change, or LGBT agendas attacking them now and in their future. We need to protect them. We need to love them. And that love is stronger than fear. That love is stronger than the anger they want us to feel and the despair they want us to feel. That love is stronger than anything they got. And that's why they do everything in their power to make us not love. Going to show this once again i totally agree with all of you the children are the unifying factor and as aj just shared this is posted today on sky news about the school concrete closures so we've been saying for a long time they're coming for the kids and they have no problem right turning around and grooming them or poisoning them and killing them and so many people have come out and whistleblowers as well and it continues to happen today so on september 20th to the 23rd stand up worldwide Stand up, be seen, march for the children, wherever you are. Follow realchrisguy.com for his world tour updates. 
Mr. AJ Roberts as well in the UK for his updates. And then Mark Atwood as well in Ireland. He'll be standing up and putting out the updates so you can get involved in your community to stand in solidarity against the woke, the World Economic Forum, the World Homicide Organization. And basically you are standing for the future and our children right now. So be careful out there, stay vigilant, stay in the, the vibration of love, as Michael Jaco would say, and as a Reiki master, I can attest to that as well. But we have to be vigilant. We have to have the men stand up in front of the divine feminine and then the children and protect them and protect our future around the world. So gentlemen, final closing comments from uh, either of you, Chris and then AJ. I just want to give a plug to a website and an organization that I'm going to be working with, savingachild.com. It's going to be a worldwide movement where we're going to be recruiting millions of people like you, like me, who are going to become soldiers in the anti-child trafficking movement. Child trafficking and the spinoffs of organ harvesting, blood harvesting, and the, and the rape and torture and all the other stuff that comes with it is the largest, largest industry in the entire world and it is preying literally on the souls of our most vulnerable and our most precious and this is going to be the main focus of our tour is to try to bring the the attention to the importance of getting people to talk about this and getting people to get involved to stop this we're talking about millions of children's lives absolutely destroyed every year to the point where even after they're rescued, the vast majority end up killing themselves or having such psychological trauma that they can never have a normal life. The only way we can make a difference is prevention. Prevention, prevention, prevention is the name of the game. We need to unteach the LGBT agenda and we need to reteach our children all the traditional values family and otherwise that will prepare them mentally physically and spiritually for these direct attacks to pervert confuse and destroy them whether it comes from the government the medical establishment the media in the form of so-called education so in the form of so-called climate change or in the form of so-called covid our children need to be protected the name of the game is prevention because we already know their plan. We already know their end game. And that's why we need warriors on the front line uniting the world to protect our children. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. Right on. AJ, beautiful, mate. Yeah, fantastic, Chris. And uh, I think, you know, everything Chris said there is an example of like what men in every country should be standing up towards and embodying, you know, just that that reconnection of like the head, the heart, the balls, and just get out there and and do what we're supposed to do, you know, get back out there on the front foot. And we talk all the time about, you know, this being the greatest time to be alive. And it is, but we're on the brink of it being the greatest time to be alive. And we're at the literally at the final push now, let's call it, you know, the mother of all battles you know, the, the the culmination like post D-Day when this started in 2020, 2020 was D-Day and now we're looking at a victory day. Okay, but and it's it's the, the world standing up to exactly what we've been speaking about here, this tyranny on our children, you know, God's children, our futures. It's always been about them. Everything's about a direct attack on them to stop them ascending to who they're supposed to be and 
taken us you know into that new world so that's why they are the ultimate prize and we must stand in that way as that as that shield um and never let anything like this happen again and that's why this month especially and beyond is you know probably going to be some of the toughest times that we face in terms of the sheer test of courage and will that you actually have or don't have okay and this month is going to test you so which side are you going to stand on is where I say are you going to sit in your house and wait for a savior uh, or are you going to stand up whether that be in the, sh in the smallest way online or actually physically in person standing shoulder to shoulder with your fellow men women and children standing up against tyranny face to face with tyranny just like my grandfather said you know on d-day in world war ii um is standing toe to toe with tyranny with your brothers and sisters by your side that's what's going to happen and that's where we're all going to have to be that's my message yep beautiful message and one billion march.com i'll make sure that there's a link to that uh, save a child chris and then uh, uh send me their organizers info because uh, i've got a few people that might be uh influential as well yes we got to get it we got to get as many corporations with a bunch of people on it as possible because every single one of their members and uh, employees has to sign up we're we're going to get millions and millions of people signed up to this as soon as the website's completely up and running perfect mate awesome all right everybody check it out get out there just stand up say no united on compliance that's how we win so thank you very much god bless everybody God bless you all. God bless America. I love the U.S., by the way. It's way better than Canada, just for the record. And 10 years ago, I would have said the exact opposite. And I've been all over Canada. I've been all over the U.S. I spent the last 40 years in both countries. And Canada is slipping, and we need to save it. Yep, I agree. Absolutely. Cheers, everyone. Thanks for joining us on the program, ladies and gentlemen. Please like, follow, subscribe, share this with nine friends and family. And of course, if you enjoy our blinged Buddha firing red pills from his nine mil, let us know.